Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Three missiles blast into the the catfolk person who is uh, in front of her, and Gertrude cries out, "No, it's mine! Leave off! It's mine!" And as those uh, missiles blast into the catfolk, the catfolk is instantly in her face, even closer, grabs her by the neck and pulls her close, and bites into her neck. At the same time as, as the catfolk one is doing that, the smaller one, who is, you know, small being like comes up to your waist, she kind of comes really close quickly and she stops basically underneath where the corpse on the ceiling is and she leaps up and she grabs at the, what do you call it? Body corpse. No, there was the there's a the green, green looking thing. gem. She grabs at that and pulls that down into her hand. And as she's doing that, she crushes it in her hand. And that's when you arrive, Thorn. Is you arrive on scene as you see that seeing the redhead crushing something inside her fist, you see. The other one, the catfolk one, he's got the, from what you can see from where you are, yeah, you'd be able to see and, and, and pick out that the figure who, the catfolk who's biting into the neck of the one, the one that you'd seen inside the, the spectral visions that you had seen above, recognizing that one as being this Gertrude. Oh, so the Gertrude is is the uh, darker, um, the one that was the seductress. Yes. Right. Um, so, I mean, I was walking down and calling out Cal's name. What What would you have been doing if you heard me calling out your name, Cal? Oh, um, uh, yeah. There, there's stuff. Um, your things in here. Your thing. The thing you want. Uh, but uh, there's some. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as Cal is shouting that out to you, Thorn, you see the red head small one says, Listen, Nahit. Smell. She is here. Take the jar. We must leave. As she says that, the one called Ahit stops biting and she spits out the blood that she had just sucked on the floor looking at Gertrude. I'm like, holy shit! Mm. That lady just bit through my neck! 
Any Do chance I could like? That sounds terrible. That scene is happening. Now we're gonna go back to Clicker and the others. What are you guys do, doing? Do, do I get to do anything, or is, am I just? That's what I see, and that's what's happened for me that turn. You see, and I'll have you react in a minute. Right. Okay. So what? What is Volga and Clicker doing? Exploring. In one word. That you've come across here, would you have heard? You could hear mumbled conversations now. None of the excited exclamation that you'd originally heard or just on the edge of your attention as you were hanging from the cavern or from, from the wood. So you would hear a mumble of conversation, but you couldn't make out anything from where you are. I suggest let's sneak forward. I mean, I informed them what I was doing, which was I thought I heard Cal and I'm going this way. And they progressed forwards anyway, so <laughs> that's up to them. Everything's going to be fine. Clicker pushes forward. They're just more of a fan of Hagson, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll follow Clicker. Which way will you she go, looks, Clicker? She looks left, she looks right, she sees some rubble on the left, and thinks I can clear the right quicker. And there's more rubble on the right as well. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but this is the way she sticks to now. And moves down the hallway, moves past the broken down wall. Um... And as she arrives at yet another hallway that it stretches out for a couple of steps into each direction. Where do we go? Um, I, I don't know. This seems like a bit of a maze. Oh, damn. I thought the voices were coming from this corridor, but evidently I was wrong. Maybe we should go back and not separate from Thorn. I mean, we already lost Cal, but maybe we should not let lo lose Thorn also. But back there, there's no way to get back up. Maybe there is a way here. I know how to navigate this. Let me try. I'll be, I mean, I'll be quick. I, I've heard we just stick with one wall always to your left and navigate that way. I know where north is. Don't ask me why, but I do. <laughs> and she's going to move down the south. Sorry. I really um, wish and... Hexen had a low intelligence because he would be pointing up to say the north is up. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, and she, she starts um, not running, but like jogging. Clicker, slowly, slowly, carefully. There may be another pitfall and I don't want to fall any deeper. Or, you know, just fall at all. I didn't like it. I'm just gonna keep... She she slows down a little bit, but she's still jogging. And, uh... Yeah, continues to follow this path. Everything is quiet. I can't go through here. Wait. Maybe not with WASD, but now I can. Okay. I think it's here. Yes, there's stairs. 
you see some steps leading up. And uh, after a while of exploration, she moves up the stairs. Okay. To what she presumes is going to be the first floor, hopefully. Uh, the ground floor. Yes, indeed. Now I have to open up those story entries because when Fantasy Ground crashed, I lost them. You would be... You would be coming up. You would find yourself... Here. Do you go up the stairs as well, uh, Volga and Hagson, following Clicker? Yeah, I'm going to follow Clicker and on my way try to convince her that now we know way up. Maybe we should go back and join with Thorn. And I think I heard Cal there and we really should not separate in this place. Hagson would go as well. So that's where you guys ended up. You find yourselves in a ash and rubble litter floor and mixed with the remains of old burnt books. The four walls of this room are scorched and black. And uh, against the southern wall is the skeleton of a bookshelves uh, and the stairs that lead down. The only other thing that seems intact and whole is a leather cloak draped over the melted remains of a coat stand. And I will, with you guys there, inside this room, I will return back to the other guys again. All right, Thorn. Guess what maps? <laughs> okay, so, what can, this um, shroud you have, uh, Cal, can you describe it? Is it something that emanates from you, or does it just hang over your body? What you can see is actually a halo above his head now, as well. And a red mist just, yeah, emanating from his body. It doesn't quite do what the mist was doing before. It just kind of leaves out. But it, it does kind of, like, tap her off at about 30 feet away from him in all directions. Okay. Um, having... Holding his sword, he looks a little concerned. You haven't done this in front of us before, have you? Nope. Right. Um. And the halo is slightly odd. Um, it looks... You can kind of see a little bit of geometric shapes to it. Okay. Lovely. Um, I'm going to look at that for a moment and go, I really don't know this cow person. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am going to attempt to cast uh, Mage Hand um, next to the pot. I should say, sorry, the Canopic Jar isn't there. It's in. It's in her hands. Yeah, she Gertrude's holding it. Right. Okay. I am going to cast Mage Hand regardless, and um, it's going to appear next to her. Okay. I'll just check on the on the range though. It's only thirty feet. But it's invisible to everybody. No, but no, you. that's only that's only clickers. No. Yeah, I think that's there's two two kinds of things that do that. There's the Gentianki one, and I guess the Arcane Tricksters one. 
but normal mage hand, you can see it. It's a spectral okay. hand, but you can see it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the normal one. Yeah. So you're putting it there? Uh, yes, that's as far as I can cast it. You could move a little closer first. Well, I can't actually do anything until next round anyway. So it's going to appear there, and then I'm going to move it up next to Gertrude. There you go. Okay. You should be able to grab that, I think. I hope. You can move the hand. To, uh, I think you need to use an action to move it up to 30. Okay, so I'll move up 10 feet um, to have it next to her then. So it'll be there. Okay. And I'll be there. So Cal speaks to you. You answer. Um, kind of a lot of conversations talking over each other. Cal, it's your turn. Um, this one called a heat just stopped biting and a spit on the floor uh, and is looking back at Fatma who or, shit fuck man do I give away shit <laughs> too often the red head who had said something uh, if if whatever had said that just out of curiosity could I could I, like, I've seen them do a couple of things now. Could I make an insight check to determine if, like, they are just completely out of my league? Would that would that be an action? Yes, you certainly could. All right, I'll still do it. Uh, it's just a little bit, you know. Ugh, this is not going to be great. Forgot I'm still exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> A 19 and a 1. Um, you're tired. You can feel that in your bones. It hasn't been long since you cr crawled out from that hole. I mean, you've seen these things. You don't know if they teleported or were moving really fast. You've heard stories about creatures that bite into necks and whatnot. So you're not sure if it's out of your league or not. They took out the, 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 the very the dead things real quick, but then I don't know if they teleport. I don't, I don't even, just, this has been a hell of a day, ladies. I just don't know what, what, what I'm doing right now. And um, Gertrude will take three points of necrotic damage at the end of my turn. <laughs> okay. The red head moves up and across uh, quickly moving quite speedily moving across to where you are and she says to to you um, Cal you are brave when you are free come visit Lady Alashra at the pallet court and then she looks back at uh, the one called Ahit we really must go, Ahit. I think she's close. And the one called Ahit. Should I be worried about her? Uh, you could give me... I'll let you make another insight check. Well, I mean, I, 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 Cal's, Cal's making this, this statement. Like, should, I, should she be... You're saying she's coming. Should I be worried about her? Yes, I will do that, though. Yeah. That's fine. Since you said that out loud, uh, yeah. the one called Fatma looks back at you again. Yes, you should. And 
a heat responds. Gertrude, many suffer to let you stay here. Remember your place or next time you won't be so lucky. And Gertrude moans. My heartstone. You destroyed my heartstone. I have to start over. And the one the one called Ahit, she rips the canopic jar out of uh, Gertrude's hands and she looks back at Fatma. I smell the spices. Yes, let's go. And with that, the two of them move extremely quickly. Um, could could you just t- uh, paste the uh, she, the lady she told me to meet in the place? There you go, Lady Alashra in the pallet court. And you would have been able to hear that conversation, Thorn, uh, being that close, as well as hearing that location and that name. You would have known both of them. Uh, the pallet court as being, oh, and I'll show you on the city of Perbestet. You know that that is on the map. It is number 30 on the map here. Okay. And I can share that. I don't mind that you guys can read the description of that. That's fine. I can't see it at the moment. There. Oh, there it is. That's fine. So, and you know, when you heard the name Lady Alasha, you know the name as well as being the... one of the powers in the city... Uh, you know that although there is the Council of Sand, who you are aware run the city, um, there's four humanoids that form the Council of Sand. Whispers of the powers behind the scenes have, you've heard for, it's just was gossip that you couldn't help sitting at a cafe, listening to, to other people's conversations, or when you were visiting the library and whatnot. These would have just been things people tended to talk about. So you would have known that there were powers behind the scenes of the count, the, the Council of Sand. One of those names that you recognize was Lady Alashra, who is the leader of the Pallet Court. And you know that she is, rumors say that she is a vampire that's over a thousand years old. I mean, that's, that's just fantastic. And one of the other names that you would have known would be the High Priestess Nefrini, who is the leader of the Church of Bastet. Uh, she is another one of those powers. And more so than anything else, you would have known that the once more risen Goddess Queen Meskenet is also the third of the powers behind the scene. Also, they took the You're gonna have to put this somewhere because I'm gonna remember. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll write that. Actually, I'll write that in Discord. But like as they left, they're taking the jar with them as well. Yes, uh, he took it, ripped it from the hands of, um, from Trude. Gertrude. Trudy. 
I'll be, I mean, as I rush past, I'll go, Hey, uh, um, that's ours. Don't take our things. I'll be trying <laughs> to snatch it from them. Okay. It's going to fail, but... The one who has it, she looks at you as you say that because they, as even though they rushed, uh, you felt the breeze pass as they went. So you turned with the passing of the breeze and seeing them just at, uh, behind you heading off. Um, the one stops and turns back and says, it needs to be sealed again. And quickly, it can't be done here if she is near. Well, I mean, we were going to get it sealed I mean they said they gave us an invite we could go visit later and figure out what the, apparently this lady who's coming is not great she smiles uh, as Cal says that and nods her head to, to towards him what he said well let, let us take it with you this is really not the time is it uh, you don't know the power of that thing. I have no idea about anything. But I, I saw guess. this lady bite through that lady's neck. Did you not see that? And they're moving much faster than we can, I think. Um, Lady Alashra, do I know anything about her motives? Is she trustworthy? Is she, I mean, she sounds like a, a, um, vampire, a vampire. Folk, you know. But, yeah. I mean... They can be good vampires, I guess. Sure, like Blade. This would definitely be a a. I would say this is going to be a charisma check that I would have you do, not a persuasion or anything like that, just a general charisma check, based on what you might have been able to pull from people um, before when you when you had spent some time in Probestet. A charisma-based okay. history check, like persuasion check, or no, because you're not persuading anybody. Well, actually, I'm thinking about when you when you lived in Perbestet and you you'd heard these things and how curious you would be. So, you know, talking to people you met at the library or in a cafe and getting them to um, give up more information about these these beings. Now, even though you're from Perkush, you would have heard rumors of whatnot of powerful entities and leaders of other cities. So you might have heard of some of them, but once you were in Perbestet, you, you'd heard more. So yeah, persuasion probably wouldn't be a bad one. So yeah, it's a historical persuasion check. I mean, you can you can just change your your skill ability and uh, history. Oh yeah, your history to, and tie it to charisma. Change it to charisma, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Okay. I will roll. It's a great use of Prisma-based history check. Look at that. 24. You know had heard talking um, with people. You had heard that there there's tension between Lady Alashra and the High Priestess Nefrini. And one of the rumors that came with that not much more in terms of it's just a rumor, like not much more context behind it, but had heard that the goddess queen Meshkenet liked that rivalry. But 
Do you know anything more specific about Lady Alasher other than that she runs the Pallet Court? You probably might have well also heard that the Perfume District is said to be the district that she created. Right, but there's nothing about her being trustworthy or otherwise? No, nothing. There was a story that there is that one of the pyramids that's on one of the islands in the in the perfume district there is a story that she had lived in one of the those small small pyramids for over a year but it's scary because other people who've any other person who's ever gone to, into it you heard that they go insane okay so she spent a year in there and if other people spend time in there they go insane yeah. So it's not a place that people go into often. Actually, right. let me just see. Is it insane or was it? She's fine. Probably nice. Definitely not crazy. Oh, so sorry. Not insane. So she spent, it's called the Pyramid of Dreams. It's number 34 on the map. And... Any who have gone into it have come out absolutely defenseless against persuasions and are plagued with nightmares. Night terrors, sorry. Not nightmares, night terrors. You would have heard that. Sounds like our kind of place. I mean, we deal with dreams. Um, right. <laughs> Let me see. I'm still going to ask for that jar. So they look at you once they're back here. And once they're back here, you see um, the one called Lahit who's holding on to it. She takes the sarang off from around her waist and she quickly wraps around uh, the red head. And just like that, they dis the, the once the, the sarang is wrapped around the both of them, they drop down into the ground. Do I have a chance of grabbing the jar before they do this? You could give me your... I would say... Sleight of hand check? Go for it. Sleight of hand? Yep. Come on, roll high. Oh, it almost is a 20. Could, oh, almost, yeah. But 18 is good. Pretty good, pretty good. DC was really high. <laughs> what is really high? Is it 20? I mean, I rolled a 24 20. to find out whether this Lady Alasher is, is trustworthy or not and didn't get didn't get a response. So hopefully 18 gives me something. Well, because it's these powerful entities, right? And so this is you being able to pull rumors from other people who don't recognize you, right? So what are they no, going to okay. know? No, that's okay. It's it's yeah. okay. It's I, I don't mind. It's just interesting that I don't know whether the slider hand's going to win here or not. Yeah, I could have told you I was going to put the DC at 25. So it was impossible. It's no, no, it's totally doable. No, you can, you no can it's impossible it's for max me. Max is 24. Max is 24. Oh, max is 24 for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, sorry. So yes, then it would have been until you get some more levels, it's impossible. So they fade into, or not fade, they disappear into... The, the ground with me not getting the jar fantastic 
you are unable to get it you you reach out and grab at it and as she's holding on to it and she would have as you're reaching out and try to grab onto it and she's putting the sarang around it you would have felt her basically as she's wrapping that sarang around just swiping away your hand and it felt like a bit of iron slapped your hand out of the way and uh you recall her words about you know what cal said i.e you have an invitation to to the pallet court i i kick the rubble in their general direction in frustration they've already probably gone through the floor at that moment yep and when you look at the floor it doesn't look like it has been disturbed <sighs> and gertrude is standing there Oh, what she's the, still there? What I would the not, hell, I would not have moved if Gertrude is still standing there. What? What? I can't do anything. What do you want from me? Uh, I mean, you had the jaw right there. You had the chance to take it. No, this lady had the jar. By the way, who is talking about murdering me? She looks at you and she's... Leave while I'm still in a good mood. And what if I want to kill you? Yeah, that feels more appropriate. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you guys, sorry, do you guys, is are you going to do something? Because she look, she's looking at you guys. I mean, how long has this, this conversation gone on? Because uh, she would have been taking uh, necrotic damage every six seconds. So, yeah. So basically, I, I would have said everything that's happened happened within two minutes. So I will put her necrotic damage to what is that? A total of thirty. Does, is that only go for one minute though? It goes over one minute. So 30, 30 necrotic damage. Okay, she's at thirty necrotic damage. All right, she's still looking pretty pretty hale. Halo goes away. Yasma goes away. Yeah. So you you should be able to remove that from yourself i think yep. in the meantime uh the other guys so you guys are sitting inside this other room so you'd seen this and this you're standing at the at the top of the stairs do you do anything the door to the north is closed um, the wall to the north is busted good. open and you can see the patio through there like is gonna approach the door and open it. Um, she's still moving at a at an increased pace. Okay. Hexen's gonna take the leather cape, uh, leather cloak. Hexen goes over and touches at the cloak, and I need you guys to roll initiative. Some <laughs> ah. bitch. As the Ooh. cloak suddenly unfurls itself and rises up from the somewhat melted coat stand. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Clicker is first up. Yeah, Clicker hears the, the slight commotion behind her, like, uh, like this this leathery kind of sound flapping and she turns around and jumps almost dropping the lantern um and immediately releases the the blood dagger from from her belt and 
Okay. Don't think she's gonna be surprised enough to not move at all. So I'm gonna say between a bonus action and an action, yeah, she does she does quickly move towards it as it's still gathering its bearings, focused on on Hagson perhaps. Yep. And uh, tries to stab it. Okay. Just in case, I don't think it matters, but just in case, this counts as a magical weapon. Yep. And I think that's see. already... I, I set up, set up some, some, some... There, I think under... Here. If you if you open up the magnifying glass uh, on, what the, on that dagger, you would see there is the melee already there and the damage that it will do is already there. So you wouldn't actually yeah. have needed to actually have created. Wait, what? So if I you go under... I don't have a blood dagger. No, no. Go to the very I bottom. I didn't have one anyway. Uh, yeah. Where it says weapon of blood. Oh, And if you okay, expand gotcha. the magnifying glass, you can see your attack thing there as well. There's a damage uh, thing there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I can just delete the uh, inventory thing yeah. that I created. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, so that's attack or nice. 24 and you smash and into it and Hagson's adjacent by the way so you would get sneak attack yep Ooh. as long as it's a finesse Shit. weapon yeah it is yeah so uh 3d6 4d6 hold on sorry I don't, I don't know my character 3d6 3d6 should be 3 yeah Oh, nice. So, 20 damage total. Nice. Wow. That's the turn. It's called rogues, bro. All right. It, uh, you being the one who attacked it, it turns to you. And, oh, by the way, it's not dark here. It's still so having separated from your from your companions, it's only a couple minutes past five. So the although the sun is is low on the horizon, it's still bringing enough light into the house that you you wouldn't need your um, lantern except to see in dark corners. Yeah, she's if anything, she's trying to dazzle the thing just shines into her into its mouth because you can't see any eyes, right? Yep. So, yep. Ah, oh, fart. Can't do that. It's like in every good video game, the big monster just has this glowing, obvious uh, crit space. So that's why she's <laughs> shining the light she on She hitbox. Right yeah. A little glowing part on the monster. That's, that's what she's shining on. So this creature tries to first uh, bite you, Clicker. Mm-hmm. 19. That's a hit, I believe. That is a hit. Done. 13 damage. Ouch. Okay, I'm using Uncanny Dodge to half the attack damage. Okay. You can just adjust that yourself then. So that's... 
the damage was already applied, right? Yeah. Yeah, six. Okay. If it has advantage, it doesn't. Sorry, I'm just reading this. what else it does with this bite. I wasn't prepared. I completely forgot that this was in this room. <laughs> so did Hagsen, apparently. We've never been in this room. <laughs> Should have just been a magic room. Somebody, somebody needs to be blamed, okay? So let's Because <laughs> he's not a player character. It's fine with me. And so then it it follows up with trying to uh, stab you with its the tail. When oh, it hits you with its tail too. Oh, nasty! For another six damage. Okay, that's that's fine. I can deal with and that. And that's all it's going to do. Hexen. Okay. It's bloodied, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, hey, I got some axes for you. And he pulls out his axes and starts hacking and slashing. Okay. Clicker, as she got hit, uh, screamed in her in her regular crow voice, and uh, her her tail is now feathering up as she's angrily looking at the thing. That was a twenty. I know, and then it missed. It was, yeah. Oh, what's with these low oh, damage rolls? Man. It's not looking good. It's this is Hexen. That's just Hexen doing Hexen, bro. Who did we lose? We lost the shell. Is we she lost, leaving no. now? Oh, do oh Daria had to leave. Is I she already we left? Lost Craig. Well, she left early. Yeah, that's what I'm might have just. Oh, no, she's there. I just. Uh, I will dropped. produce flame as usual. Yeah, she's typing it in at the moment. Okay. What do we think? We might need to do it for her, or I might need to do it for her. Oh, she's still connected to this. Uh, to um, she got it. Thingy. Oh, hit Thorn too. Good. <laughs> okay, so <it> doesn't <laughs> doesn't target Thorn anymore. It'd be rolled a disadvantage though if she's adjacent. So that yep. would still be a hit. Like if we take those two rolls, that'd still be it. Oh yay! Nice. Well, that's fine. I'm just gonna let it be. Because she got disconnected, I'm not going to argue. Okay, cool. So, with her firing her her flames at at this creature, did it do more damage than normal? No, it just did regular. Uh, it lights it up and it burns and it falls down lifeless uh, beside you, floating on top of the coat rack. It doesn't turn into a fancy coat now? It does not. Or cloak? <laughs> oh, well. Well, um, that just happened. You uh, looking okay, Clicker? Um, fine. It stung me and it bit me. Yeah. It shows, um, shows of the bite mark. Um, how's how's her clothing looking? By the way, she took a couple of hits, right? I'm sure this is not magical clothing that just automatically sews itself back together. Like how how, yeah. What's the status of that? When it went and bit at you, yeah, its teeth would have pierced. I mean, it's some pretty cool cl black clothes that you wear there, but it you're right, it isn't 
magical at all. And even then, magical clothing might resize and stuff like that doesn't mean that right. it is completely impervious from being sliced to bits. Oh, I'm not saying that, that it would. I'm just saying there may be magical clothing that does sew itself back together. But this one doesn't. You've got some puncture marks in there and mm-hmm. some blood leaked out and onto it. So, uh, I mean, you're not so badly hurt, but no. uh, you did get bitten and stabbed with a tail. Yeah, so there are two dark um, dark stains on her, on her clothing and it looks kind of roughened up in those places. She's just pointing them out and looks as hurt and whiny as a bird can look, probably. But otherwise, as it lays motionless there, the room settles, and once more it's quiet again. Uh, You said there were bookshelves. Are there any books? Or is it just rubble, basically? This room had been... um, uh, burnt. So e- everything that was in it is is burnt. Okay. So there's no there's no books remaining. Uh, how did we manage to split the party? Um, We're well. covering more ground, and it was the room that separated us initially. What is this thing? Well, it's going to start investigating the body. Haxon sort of kicks it and goes, um, seems to be a creature or something. It's not a cloak. Maybe we can make a cloak. It was well hidden. Yeah, it was. Can you carry it? Probably not. But, uh, yeah, Clicker will definitely investigate if, uh, any of its leathery wings, perhaps, or something, are viable as the beginning of what could become something like a cape or something. Yeah, I will help her to see if we can salvage something. Okay. Uh, give me a second here. I didn't even think of this, but there might be it might be harvestable. Uh, give me... Uh, as you're looking over the uh, creature's body, uh, give me a medicine check, Volka. Nice you notice that there... I mean, there's something odd. Although the cloaker... The battle was very quickly done, and the cloaker didn't speak or say anything. There's something definitely odd about the area just underneath its mouth where you think maybe its voice box should be. Uh, You think that that might be something worth harvesting, but otherwise, there's nothing about this cloaker. Uh, God, why do I keep giving away everything? There's nothing else about this creature that looks like you could harvest to make something with. I mean, its name in, in Fantasy Grounds was Dark Cloak, so didn't give anything away, I think. <laughs> True. 
I mean, it's a it's a creature that was masquerading as a cloak, I assume. It was. Okay, so there is nothing useful we can take, so we better move on. I well, think. you think its voice box could be something that you could harvest from it? Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Then I will try to use my herbalism kit, because that's what I have. <laughs> you would need... You would definitely need uh, a, a knife to do the work, and I would have you uh, probably do uh, with your medicine check that you did. Uh, I, I would ha that roll would be sufficient so that you could continue. No, I'd get you to do another medicine check to try to then use your knife, medicine, and tie it to dexterity to cut into it. So I don't have proficiency in medicine, so that would be just a dex check. Okay. All right. Yeah. And now give me, um, roll the percentile dice. Uh, I don't know. Right click oh, on the d10. Yeah. Forty-three, whatever that means. Forty-three, forty-three, forty-three. Okay, good. Uh, so it means that you didn't accidentally uh, come across a, a complication as you were cutting into its voice box. Well done. So you, although you do not do a good job of cutting it out, so it's not a finely wrought, perfectly sliced out, you do manage to cut out a roughshod area of it. So you have now this gooey voice box in your hand. And I'll say that you can add that to your inventory. Um, you could probably, I think in your herbalism kit, you have pouches. Uh, do you have something so that you something. want to store it in is probably the better question. I have several glass jars in the herbalism kit. Okay, that sounds like it'll work. I will stuff it in the jar. Okay, so you could just say uh, uh, voice box of a cloaker and I will add in content to it um, later and just add that uh, into your inventory. Okay. And being in a big metropolis like this, I'm sure you could probably find someone who might be willing to buy with it, buy it. Okay, so uh, you guys spend, that's not something that takes seconds. That's gonna take a couple of minutes of work. So I'm going to return to the other fellas. What are you guys doing? Um, did she go? Did, did Gertrude disappear? Did she just vanish? No, I... Okay. I tried to turn it off so that she would show, not show up in a combat tracker. So yeah. she's standing there and she looked at you guys and told you guys you can go and what are you guys going to do? Are you going to fight? Cock an evil smile at Thor and raise an eyebrow. 
I mean, how she still looks quite hale, even though she's yeah, been. It doesn't look hit like she's done. Not no, it doesn't look like she's been hit by a thing in much, right? You could give me a perception check. That I can do. How about a roll of 17 plus yeah. 6, 23? She's still looking in pretty decent condition. Hey, uh, um, sorry, that was Hagson. Whoops. <laughs> um, uh, Cal, uh, we should probably head. Um, I'm surprised the others, others haven't uh, turned, turned up here yet, but uh, we should go look for them. I snarl a bit, but then walk past and, uh, is there still that doll on the ground? The doll is still on the ground. I'm going to sheathe my sword and try to snag the doll as I leave. Are you going to try to do it surreptitiously, or are you just going to grab it? I'm just going to grab it. I'm just sheathing sword, bending over as I'm walking, and trying to pick it up. Okay. And then walk away. She doesn't do anything uh, as you reach and grab it. And you pick it up, so um, you can just write doll in your inventory. Creepy doll, yeah. Going in my inventory. And as you're walking away, all you hear is... (laughs) And she disappears. Like 0.5 pound, right? Yeah, actually, what? how much does a doll weigh? Do I have a doll inside items? I do! A pound. A pound? Heavy doll. It's just for, like, weightlifting for children? Here, I'll put it. I'll put this thing inside the party sheet. Okay. <sighs> you, you coming, Can cow? We- yeah, can we go now? I'm I'm sick of this place. Okay, just be careful. Um, also, what? Why? There's uh, the problem. Well, um, there's a bit of a unsteady uh, bridge up ahead, and uh, last time I checked, there was uh, some strange creature down it. Ah. You didn't get your kill either then, I see. As you come uh, no. back into this chamber, Thorn, there is still just the slightest hint. Hasn't completely gone away of some exotic spice in the air. I would note that the ladies that took your thingy, they said that she is coming and they looked worried. They were the ones that were teleporting and sinking into stone and biting ghosts. Should we be concerned if they're concerned? Uh, yeah. I think we should be hidden. I'll try and... Is there anything uh, about this that is difficult? Uh, if you're dashing, I would say you need to do a check, but if you're not no, dashing... just be careful. Just be careful. Um... With your passive perception, I know you said that, Cal, but with your passive perception, uh, I would say you wouldn't have been—you wouldn't have smelled the spices on the air. Oh, okay, it's fine. I just—I uh, was just saying in general that 
thinking about that lady that they said is, uh, is bad and that is coming still we uh we should probably uh head out and um i'm gonna just roll a d uh d4 here one to two i go left three to four three, uh, one to two i go left three to four i go right <laughs> because boss. i know which way to go <laughs> but i'm not gonna yep. metagame yep. it what i was going to say is you could spend you know a half hour or whatever it took so if you just give me a uh survival check okay i can do that i'm just going to say how many minutes it's going to mean before you find your way to the stairs 11 walking through here it doesn't take you that long but uh instead of just a few seconds to to find your way out uh, it takes a good 10 minutes for, for you guys to eventually uh, find your way to the floor where the, your companions are. And when you get to that floor, um, you'll see that Clicker and Hagson are kind of impatiently waiting as Volga is cutting out this voice box. I definitely lost my way. I can't find Thorin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> There you guys are. You're all on this uh, map. Uh, 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 so bad news, bad news, good news. Is that the what order you wanted it? I mean, uh, bad news. I'm hurt. She oh, points points clicker. at the dark stains. Um, come o- come over here, clicker, or I'll uh, I'll give you some healing. She moves over. But clearly is still listening to Cal. Um, yes, um, your jar is gone, taken by magic ladies. What? What magic ladies? Where is it? Well, uh, it is in probably the, whatever the pallid court is. And we have an invitation. That's the good news. They said they're going to fix it, and probably we're going to have a meeting with... Oh yeah? They're going to fix it? And they're going to give it back? They Mm -hmm. they said that... Yeah. They didn't say give it back, but they did say that that we would have a meeting with... Oh, the fantasy grounds died last time. I got notes. I got with nope. The notes also died last time. I had notes, but they died. What is this uh, fantasy grounds you speak of? It uh, it's it's the ground that we're standing on. Obviously, does it have to do with Volkswagen? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) We have a meeting in the pallet court with someone. A big lady i guess maybe they said to meet her um uh, she's a, other... a, va- a vampire she's a, a yeah. an old vampire that has a kind of a bit of a control on the city uh, along with others clicker's eyes flare up and her tail feathers again just spread and and floof up and are like standing halfways uh, halfways up up upright you gave yeah 
the spark to magical women who are serving a vampire and were invited to their court, but they're not going to give it back, of course, because they are keeping it for themselves and they will dispose of us because we know of it. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vargashelist, the Farvog Druid. I'm Ivan, a teller of dark and gritty TTRPG stories. No heroes, no happy ends. And I will be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike. I will be playing the Isamar? Hexblade, Warlock, Cal, and Thra. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.